eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome back. Welcome in. This is Country Roads Confidential at earsports.com. I am Mike Sazza celebrating the start of spring football here at West Virginia with Chris Anderson. Chris, we gathered Monday to talk about the obvious topic of the quarterback position, competition at West Virginia. The whole lot that's going to happen between now when things start April 23rd, when things conclude with the gold blue game at Mountaineer Field, we're going to talk about what is, um, I wouldn't say off the radar, but certainly not right in the middle like quarterbacks. The other big thing, I don't want to say the next big thing either, but truth be told, I'm probably going <laughs> to, I'm probably going to lock on something that is not in the middle of the radar and maybe off the radar for some people. It might not even surprise. You may have a different idea, probably a better idea than me, but let's, um, let's quickly cross up things that maybe made your list, but did not emerge as your pick so the big thing for you besides quarterback you'll get to that but what are some other candidates that people might want to keep their eye on between now and the spring game uh, I want to see some of these young running backs um, obviously uh, Jalen Anderson and Justin Johnson two big four-star recruits Tony Mathis had his moments towards the end of last season what's going to happen with those guys how do, how do they mesh together who's going to get the reps who kind of breaks out um, and 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 takes over that starting role, or will it be a starting role? I mean, we've seen years recently of, um, you know, West Virginia splitting carries between two or three running backs, uh, especially under the, in the Dana Holgerson era, and that that worked out well. Um, so I'm interested to see what West Virginia does there. And then on the other side of the ball, my my back other backup would be linebacker um, Lance Dixon is going to get the spotlight. Uh, X Relo is out for the spring, so instead of splitting reps with him. It is going to be the Lance Dixon show at that position, and I want to see what he can do because he started to get more snaps as the year went on last year. Um, and, and is he going to emerge as a true playmaker on that side? And then Lee Koba, of course, what what does he have? What can he do <clears throat> to replace Josh Chandler Samita, who he was he was recruited to start, uh, you know, at the time that he was recruited and signed. The uh, assumption was that Josh Chandler Samita was done, time was done at West Virginia now. He then announced he was coming back and then changed his mind that he was leaving. So there was a brief, you know, one month there where it was, oh, well, how is this going to work? But in the end, it comes back to what was originally planned. Lee Koba starting Mike Linebacker. And I want to see what he can do and if he's ready. I like it. Two good ones there. I'm going to combine mine into one a little bit here um, for both sides of the ball, but kind of like shape-shifting, I think. I'll stick with defense first. I don't know what they're going to do with the bandit spot. Is this the year or is this that it works or is this the year they say enough we'll do something different and maybe they go like four two five where it's actually four offensive or four defensive linemen more often than not maybe it's like a three two six 
and you take advantage of what you think is some depth and athleticism in the back end with six defensive backs and a guy who's bouncing around doing different things. I think they have some depth and some versatility options here. That'll be interesting. And then similarly on the offense, like we think we know who their five offensive linemen are, but they're they're kind of high on Jaquay Hubbard. They're kind of high on Jordan White. The right tackle is TBD right now, so maybe like it's Yates, maybe it's Hubbard, maybe it's Tomas Rematch. We'll see. But I wonder like what the identity of six, seven, and eight as options are. What that does to one, two, three, four, five. I don't know. Like, could your right guard be your right tackle? You mentioned that as a possibility before, possibly, and maybe because the backup right guard's really good. Um, maybe auditioning him there gives you an idea about something different. I don't know. So just how they how they use who they have to look a little bit different without dramatically changing things offensively and defensively. I think that'll be a fun thing to watch. Um, let's get to the picks, though, Chris. Start with you. Apart from quarterback, what's the big thing you'll be watching in spring football? Well, I'm glad we're starting with me because we can just transition right into it from what you were just talking about. It's offensive line. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a position that was absolutely dreadful for half the season and then all of a sudden got real good um, for the, for a few games and got a little bit excited about it. And, and I remember this because I went back. I'm, I'm about to update or this morning I updated my position group power rankings for pre-spring to kind of rank each position group one through 10 of where West Virginia is um, before spring football starts. And we'll update it after spring football. I went back and looked at the last time I did it and it was mid-December. At the time, I was riding high on that offensive line. Broke out all of these stats about how it had uh, turned the corner. Brandon Yates had turned the corner at left tackle, hadn't allowed a sack. Uh, everything had shored up in the middle where they were kind of leaky there during the middle of the season. Things were looking up. And then the bowl game happened. And they were dreadful. Absolutely dreadful. And then we hear when we get to uh, speak with Neil Brown earlier this offseason, that they're switching Wyatt Milam to left tackle. Now, I don't really recall that, hey, we're switching him to left tackle and Brandon Yates is now our starting right tackle. That wasn't said. Um, there's obviously going to be some movement there. There's going to be some changes. I think uh, it was two, one or two podcasts ago I mentioned that, hey, watch out for Doug Nesser at right tackle because the coaching staff has talked time and again about how good Jordan White was at one point. It was said that he was one of the five best offensive linemen on the team. He just happened to be a backup to Doug Nestor and Zach Frazier, who were probably the two best linemen on the team. So if Frazier is going to be your center, you slide Nestor out to tackle, and Wright can make his living there at right guard. But as you noted just a minute ago, you got Jaquay Hubbard. Uh, you got Brandon Yates, who, again, had had some flashes of being very, very good. Tomas Rimach was was great, and he was a guy that has really developed in that on that scout team last year. And they're building depth up and down that offensive line. And with all five starters back, I think they have some leeway to, to, to sample some things, try some things out, and figure out what the best five is. And maybe it's really obvious. Maybe there won't be too many moves, but they got to figure out something there because a lot of the offense's problems last year, been, uh, you know, began with the offensive line. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Good argument. I like it. A lot's going to happen there. I can't get over the right tackle switch with a possible left-handed quarterback. That just sticks out to me. Uh, I'm going to go to special teams, Chris. Surprise okay. to nobody, I'm sure. Please don't press the red X at the top of the screen. But let's talk about how bad those special teams were last year. You could use your eyes and see it. You could also use your eyes and read up on some statistics and rankings. I would direct you to Football Outsiders. They do college football special teams ratings. West Virginia, 127 out of 130 last year. And their field position was just miserable last year. Um, they were not doing well enough on kickoffs and kickoff coverage is okay, I guess, but a lot of kickoffs out of bounds, a lot of kickoffs they had to compensate, didn't do things terrific. Um, and then the punting wasn't great and their punt returning, um, defense again, okay, but like just not great net, not great field position for them. It made it harder for the defense at times and they never really got a ton of breaks, especially after the early hot start on kickoff return from the return game. So now you lose Winston Wright, you lose Isaiah Esdale, you're kind of starting from scratch on kick return and punt return. And I understand punt return was pretty much just catch the ball, and Isaiah Esdale was good at that. But they're both gone. And then not only that, but Tyler Sumter and Evan Staley are both now gone. And you'd like to have a kickoff guy who can kick it in bounds, but also kick it deep. They might have done that at the transfer portal. You'd like to have a guy who has good hang time and who can just bury things and, and just spray the ball and keep you on your toes as a punter. It sounds like they've done that. Well, no. We'll see. Um, they're going to spend a lot of time on that. And then the parts of practice we're allowed to watch, special teams usually. So we'll see who's lining up for kickoff and punt return. We'll see how the kicking and the punting works. We'll see if they make progress on this or how committed they are. The truth is they have to be. Going back to the football outsiders, just some of the things they do. Again, 127 out of 130, but their kick return efficiency, number 70. Their kickoff efficiency, number 129. Punt return efficiency, 123. Punting efficiency, 92. So those are all like relative to field position, how much you're giving your offense an advantage versus how much of a defensive disadvantage you're at with field position. And when you have those numbers that are not only below half, like way closer to the bottom than even the middle, never mind the top, in all aspects, you're really working hard on offense and defense. And now you got a defense that could be good, but probably needs some breaks. You know, let's maybe not let them, you know, let's try to get them like maybe a an 80-yard cushion, 85-yard cushion, and give them a chance to have like a 12-play drive the other team's going to have to score rather than like 55, 60 yards where they can score in seven plays. That might help your defense. And similarly, flip it. Your offense, young quarterback, you know, we'll see how this goes, but what if they only had to go 55, 60 yards, seven, eight snaps instead of 80, 85 yards and 12 or 13 snaps? That's a sliding scale they're going to have to to figure out and sharpen up. Um and I think in a situational sense, spring football is kind of for that. They're talking about red zone defense and third down efficiency on offense. That's great. Shorter fields are great for your offense. Longer fields are great for your defense. That would help them a whole lot because fewer third downs on a shorter field, longer distance of the red zone on defense. One problem on special teams solved could address a whole bunch of concerns on offensive defense as well. I, I hate to admit that I'm going to be watching special teams so closely in the spring. I hate to admit it, but, but you're right. Um, I don't have much to add there. I mean, because I think you covered a lot of it and, and, and the field position is so important and they're trying to make changes. You know, they bring in Ollie Straw as a punter. They bring in, uh, Grothaus, the, the Florida State transfer for kickoffs. Um, gotta figure something out on the return things. I mean, the, the, 
it's it's great to just have the guys on punt return who can just catch it and, and not turn it over. That's always a positive. I mean, <laughs> I think when I do my my three goals for all three sides of the ball, like the last four years, one of the goals for special teams was don't turn it over more than the turnovers you get on special teams because they've been so bad with that. Um, but kicker, you need something explosive, and, and it started out explosive with Winston right at the beginning of the year. Six returns for 307 yards in the first, what, five quarters of the season, and then had 311 yards the rest of the way on 17, I think, returns. And, you know, you, you got to find somebody that can be a little more consistent, that can give you some better uh, better starting position for your offense, especially if you're trying to break it in a new quarterback. Any sleepers there for punt and kickoff return? I don't know. I, I think they're going to kind of stick with the, the you know, the, the safe options, I believe, are going to be Malashevich and Reese Smith. You, you know you can put them back there. You, you know they can catch it. I know Malashevich had a, a pretty costly uh, fumble on a punt return at the towards the end of last year, but those are two guys that they put back there to be that second punt returner or that safe option. Um, but – Who's your explosive guy? That's I don't know who that is right now, which is kind of tough to say. Um, do you go with Sam James? Could that be a guy? Do you go with one of the freshmen as guys that maybe you get out there? Jarrell Williams had a couple big kick returns in high school, and he'll be here all spring, so they can try to sample that out instead of you know only getting a couple weeks of, of fall camp before the season starts. Yeah, I'd look for some of the backfield guys to be on kickoff returns because that's that's kind of a thing they do. But Sam James seems like a good option there. Maybe Malashevich too. Punt return, you like to have defenders out there just because it's a quick transition. So what if you had like a really skilled defensive player, maybe somebody who caught passes, but who also may be really fast too? Andrew Wilson Lamb, Davis Mallinger. Ooh, two good ones there. Yeah, could be either one of them. So again, not without options and certainly not without time constraints. Fifteen practices starts today wraps up on April 23rd, and then again, uh, a part of every day that we get to see and certainly that we don't get to see is devoted to special teams, and we haven't even mentioned this. They, they talked about changing some coaching assignments and some areas of focus and schemes, too, because they had to get better. Um, you don't do that in a grease board. Um, I know you don't do a ton of special teams. The closer you get to a season, we're not even near the start of the season right now. They'll spend a lot of time installing, much like they would an offense on special teams in the spring. I know that excites you, Chris. Absolutely. I, I'm I'm glad that we're we're wrapping up the uh first of a six part series on the special teams for West Virginia this spring. So can't wait. Wait until my long snapper feature comes out. <laughs> until next time. I'm Mike Casaza. And I'm Chris Anderson. We'll talk to you later.